0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. everybody, welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu, and today I'm doing another solo episode. Today's episode is all about my plan on being consistent on social media. I'm really, really trying to be more consistent, and I'm hoping to use this podcast not only to motivate myself and like hold myself accountable, but also hopefully to motivate you guys because I know so many of you have a goal to kind of grow on social media this year. And so I want to show you guys what I'm doing. And not only as someone who, you know, my full-time, income is to be a social media creator. And I feel like I've kind of gone in and out of webs of consistency and motivation. But I've been at a place where I've been on like a high point, like where a lot of my videos have been doing really well. My content has been doing well, growing super, super quickly, gaining thousands of followers to a point right now where I feel like I'm at a lull where I'm like, trying to get back into it and kind of resetting in a way. Like obviously I'm not starting from zero or anything like that, but in a way I feel like I'm resetting a little bit or I feel like I'm kind of, have to come up with a new strategy because social media, that's the thing. It's always changing. People are always in and out of relevance and it's a revolving door. Like you might have a bunch of followers or a bunch of subscribers, but not everyone that followed you five years ago is still following you today. And then today you're getting new followers that, you know, weren't around a long time ago. So you have to maintain the people that have been with you for a while, but then you also have to maintain how to grow and reach a new audience because people are not going to be with you forever. I mean, if I look at people that I have been following, following for years. Maybe I started following them a few years ago. Majority of those people I do not follow anymore or I do follow them but I never interact with their content so I never see their content I don't interact with it it doesn't come up on my page I'm not clicking on their YouTube videos I'm not watching their TikToks and I think that just shows the inconsistencies of so- social media and that's not a bad thing I don't say that in a negative way I think a lot of people kind of like take things personally like it's like oh my god like if someone doesn't watch me anymore they must not like me when if you look at your own viewing patterns I think a lot of times we're just always searching for something new and so we need to find find a way to like keep things relevant and to keep people excited and to keep people engaged. So That's kind of what I want to talk about. But before we get into that, I do want to just give you like a little recap on my life. I love doing these in the solo episodes. I feel like it's a chance for me to really connect with you guys. And you seem to be loving it. So thank you. And last solo episode, I kind of talked about my goals, what I'm doing for January, my New Year's resolutions, all of that stuff. So I want to update you now that it's the end of January with where I've fallen on this. So to start, I told you guys that I was doing dry January and I technically did not do like absolutely dry January where I didn't have like a little like anything of alcohol. I went out to this like outdoor bar one day, and it was like a restaurant in Miami. And I was celebrating because I put an offer in on a condo here in Miami. Update, it fell through, did not work. So it was a very, very short-lived celebration. I can do a whole other discussion on that, or I'll probably talk about it on my YouTube channel. But yeah, it did not work. So if you guys saw that story where I was like, oh my god, I think I found the one. Yeah, it would have been nice if it worked. But there were so many complications with it, that ended up not being worth trying to get the loan and like getting this condo. So that fell through. But regardless, that's not the point of this story. Point is, I was celebrating putting in an offer, which that's also something to note. Don't celebrate until like it's finalized. Like, I don't even think I had put in the offer yet. I was just like excited to put it in. And I was celebrating way too prematurely. So anyways, I was celebrating and I was like, oh, like it would just be so nice to just have like a nice fizzy beer outside at this like cute little outdoor bar. And it was midway through January. So I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna have one. So I had one drink. And then I went out with some friends and we didn't go out out, but I just like went out to like a really nice dinner and they were half price cocktails that looked amazing. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to have one. So I had two drinks there. So I've had a total of three drinks all January, which I'm not saying this is an accomplishment or anything. I'm just giving you an honest update on dry January. And I wasn't ever like, oh my God, like I'm not drinking a sip of alcohol all January. I just really wanted it to be a reset month where I didn't really go out. I didn't really drink a lot because it came to a point where last year I was drinking, like not getting drunk, but drinking every single weekend, multiple times a week. Like it was like every week there were multiple nights where I would have a drink because I was going to an event or I was hanging out with someone or anything like that. And I wanted to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to go out to events and I'm not going to drink. And I was happy that I did that for the most part. I mean, I had two days where I didn't, but for the rest of the month, I did. So I count it as a win. And yeah, I mean, I felt so good this month. So for the rest of the year, I kind of want to do the same thing. Like, I feel like only having like two or three days out of the entire month that I enjoy a drink is fine. And that's what I want to keep it to. But it literally was like multiple days of the week that I was like just having a drink every now and then. And I just like hated like the way I felt. And I had so much brain fog. So I just don't want to do that again. And then also, and I know another one of my like New Year's resolutions. And I don't know if I talked about this in that episode, but I know I want to hit 100K on TikTok this year. Like I really, really want to hit 100K. And I feel like it's really... Not that hard to hit 100K, but obviously that's a really big number. And I haven't hit 100K on a platform in years. Like the last time I hit 100K on any platform was YouTube. And that was when I was a senior in college. So it's literally been four years or five years this year since I've hit 100K on anything. So. I really just want to hit it this year, but I've been posting more. I've grown a lot on TikTok. And by a lot, I mean, I had like under 10K a month ago and I'm now at 15.6K. Maybe by the time you're listening, I'll be at like 16K already. You guys can follow me on TikTok if you want to see that. But yeah, I think I'm on a right track because of the things I'm going to tell you about in this episode of how I'm like really getting back into social media this year while still being productive and like all of my other work, obviously, because like, Rella is still my priority, but I'm still going to be like getting back into social media. And then my other resolution and goal for this year was to travel less. And I am recording this in Dallas, Texas. So I did travel, obviously. But last year, I took 34 trips last year, like whether that be like going to Charlotte, going somewhere for work, going to Raleigh, going to wherever I was going, I went to 34 places, which there's only 52 weeks in a year. So that means over half the year, like half of the weeks, I was gone and I was traveling. And so we're on a good start that it's the end of January and I've only traveled once. So that is a very, very good start. I am proud of myself for that. And I'm not going to lie. I have like such intense FOMO, even like being here, like I'm having so much fun and I'm so glad that I'm here. But I also have such bad FOMO of missing out of what's going on at home and like being in warm weather and being in Miami. And I just can't wait to like go back at the same time. And so I don't know if I'm becoming a homebody because that's never been me. I've always been someone who likes to travel. I like to change up my environment, but now I kind of am like not wanting to. And I know that that was my New Year's resolution, but that was just because I was like, I just want to stay put. And I want to force myself to stay put. But now I feel like my actual like wants are changing in terms of like, I actually enjoy being home and I don't enjoy traveling as much because I've always loved traveling and like switching up my environment. So a lot is changing. Like that's kind of crazy that I am like, here and I'm already really excited to go back and I've I missed it like usually when I'm gone like I really don't miss it like I just love being on the go and I actually like I'm really excited to go back home and so yeah I'm just excited and it's like so cold here in Dallas it's like in the 30s and 40s and 50s and windy and it's just freezing. So I am excited to get back to warm weather. I need to go to the beach. I need to go to the beach ASAP. I'm just like seeing everyone that I follow and like the pretty beach photos and stories. And I'm like, oh my God, like take me to warm weather. Like I really want to go to New York at some point, but I refuse to go when it's cold. So unless I have to go for work, like you will not see me in New York City until at least May. Like the earliest you will see me there is May. So that's still a long ways away. But yeah, it's kind of like where I'm at with my New Year's resolutions. I always think it's good to do a little check-in. I don't remember all of them. So I actually should go back and like look at what my specific resolutions were to make sure that I'm on the right track. But those are the ones that I remembered off the top of my head. And I wanted to kind of give a little update on how it's been and how it's been going. So That's my little update, but let's get into this episode where I'm gonna talk about how I'm planning on growing on social media this year and how I'm gonna get back into it. 2022 was the year of like the lull. It was the year of burnout. It was the year of not being motivated. And so I'm very excited that 2023 is just looking up already. Like it's only January and I'm already way more motivated than I was ever last year. So I am just very excited to get back into it. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Eras tour for like the third time, you know, the important stuff, but who actually has time for frizz introducing ways new anti frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max and location. See earnin.com/tos for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The first thing, I have like five separate things that I want to talk about of how I'm planning on getting back into it. But the first one is consistency. So my goal is actually to post twice a week on YouTube. And let me tell you why I want to still be on YouTube, because I know there are so many people that are like, oh my God, TikTok is where it's at. Like, I don't watch YouTube as much anymore. And I agree that people don't watch YouTube as much. I am one of those people. I used to watch YouTube all the time and I probably watch one YouTube video a day, maybe. And that's like when I'm getting ready, I'll watch one YouTube video. And a lot of times the YouTube videos I'm going for, it's not even like a vlog. It's like I'm watching Cody Co. I'm watching Philip DeFranco, who he like shares news and stuff like that. I'm listening to like a church service that I might've missed. Like it's not necessarily like the lifestyle creators that I follow except every now and then I do watch a few vlogs. So that means I'm watching maybe like five YouTube videos a week. That is so little compared to if you think about TikTok, I'm probably watching 5000 TikToks a week. Like, let's be honest, like one minute, you can watch 10 TikToks if they're 10 seconds each. So on a scale of how much content I am consuming, definitely TikTok. And that's why it's so much easier to grow on TikTok. And that's why your followers don't equate as much on TikTok because people are just constantly scrolling and yeah, they might follow you, but like they don't have a connection with you. And it's really hard for TikTokers to create a connection with their followers unless I think they're popular on other platforms or it's a very, very short-lived connection. So the way I see it is that on TikTok, the videos are being fed to you. You have no choice, really. Like unless you go in your following page, you don't really have a choice. Versus your for you page, videos are curated for you and thrown to you. You're not clicking on them. So you can choose to skip them. And that's kind of like your choice where you watch the first second and you're like, I don't like this and you skip it, but you're not actively choosing which videos to watch. Versus YouTube, If someone watches your video, that means that they saw your thumbnail, they saw your title and they clicked on your video and they decided to watch it over all of the other videos on their homepage or on their suggested page or whatever they had searched. So a view matters so much more on YouTube than it does on TikTok. TikTok is so easy to get like a lot more views. Like I have a video that has 200 and something thousand views. I had a video recently that got over a million views. I have 1.4 million views on this one video. It's not even a video. It's like one of those photo TikToks where it's like a carousel post, 1.4 million views. That to me, like obviously I'm like happy about it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this video did so well. But if I were to get 1.4 million views or 200 something thousand views on a YouTube video, that would be so much more powerful. It would lead to more of an intense community. It would lead to more loyal people than a TikTok would because they're actively choosing to watch that video. So that's why I don't really get too hard on myself if a YouTube video, quote unquote, flops. Like, let's say I get like 5,000 views on a YouTube video. That's 5,000 people that actively chose to watch that video versus a TikTok that gets 50,000 Views that like those people didn't even like know who I was like I just showed up and they decided to watch it and that was it and then they scrolled past on TikTok you have to have a very like specific type of video that you do where it's recognizable and people like want to see that content from you like constantly like maybe it's a series or it's like I don't know it's a type of style that you do but they're not going to form that big of a connection with you because the chances of them like looking up your name on TikTok and actually watching your TikTok videos because they like enjoy your videos is so much more rare than being like, I'm going to go and I'm going to like look to see what my favorite YouTuber is doing. So that's my theory. I kind of like went off on a tangent, but that is why I still want to really focus on YouTube because the connection and the loyalty and the engagement I think is still more powerful, even if the numbers aren't as strong. And so That's just to say, that's why I'm still trying to post twice a week on there. And I wanna post like some work-related vlogs, some fun-related vlogs. I kinda just wanna like have fun with what I'm posting. And I just always felt like I had to like have this crazy story that I'm telling or this like very specific theme to all my videos, but that just like puts so much pressure on me and then I never uploaded anything. So I just wanna start filming random stuff and putting them together and like whatever that video is, I'm just going to upload. And I want to talk more in my videos because I've recently been posting more like chatty vlogs and obviously I've been doing more solo podcasts. And I find that people really, really, really just want to like resonate with someone and they want to listen to someone that they relate to or they want to just like listen to someone that's like, just chatting just to chat, I feel like it's a good escape. Like I don't always want to talk about like business advice and you know, these tips for whatever that like makes people motivated. Like I hope that this podcast episode makes you motivated, but also I want you to feel like you're talking to a friend. Does that make sense? Like I don't only want to do business related content. I still want to have just like fun chatty vlogs. Like I recently did a life update on my YouTube channel and I talked about my faith. I talked about dating. I talked about moving on from my relationship. I talked about insecurity and that video got so much more engagement than my other videos and I got so many dms about it and whenever I post a podcast that's similar I get so many more dms and so I just want to be more open with you guys on social media and I felt like last year I was incredibly closed off and I don't really know like why that was I think I just felt the pressure that I had to post like gold content all the time when that actually hurt me because it made me less consistent and it made people not as interested. And it felt very like shallow and surface level versus when I'm just like talking to you like this, I feel like you're really getting to know me. And I mean, seriously, guys, like when I'm talking to you like this, like this is how I would talk to you if we were just like sitting on the couch as friends, just like chatting, like this is exactly how I would talk to you. You can ask my friends if this is how it is. And like, I really do feel like I'm just like the same on this podcast, Mike, and in my videos than I am like in real life. So yeah, really trying to just be as consistent as possible. And one of the ways that I am being more consistent this year is actually through Rella. And yes, did you think I was going to record an episode without like talking about Rella if it's all about how I'm going to become more consistent on social media? No. I mean, Rella's goal at the end of the day, like the reason why I started it is I want to help people grow on social media because growing on social media is really hard. And the way to do that is just by being consistent. It's by posting good content. It's by understanding what works. And consistency is one of the biggest things. And it's really hard to go from idea to execution. So that's just what we really want to help with. So what I've been doing is I've been like brain dumping on Rella. I've been putting all my ideas on there. I put all my scripts on there, my outlines, my podcast, like literally everything to do with social media. I put on Rella and I've been planning a month ahead. So right now I am planning my entire social media calendar, specifically YouTube and my podcast, because Instagram, I just kind of post like random content on Instagram. It's not like as curated as any of my other social media channels are. TikTok, I pretty much post in the moment, but TikTok, I go week by week. I will actually plan out my week ahead of time. And you guys, guys, I planned out my week ahead of time and I got 1.4 million views on a video. So if you need a sign like, oh, no, planning ahead doesn't work. It does. Like you're able to release everything from your brain onto something else so that you can like empty out your brain of your ideas. And then you are on autopilot where you don't have to think about like, oh, what am I going to post? Like, what do I need to do? I'm in a creative rut. Like you already have your ideas planned out. So that's why the week that I hit 1.4 million is the week that I planned my content on Rella. And yeah, I'm gonna shout myself out because it is seriously the only reason, like I just wouldn't have thought about that idea in the moment. So it was my video about like things that I no longer buy as a 26 year old, And what I did is I actually went through my YouTube videos that did well. And I remember one of my YouTube videos that did well was things that I no longer buy. I think it was in 2021. Maybe it was early days of 2022, but it was things that I no longer buy. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good TikTok idea. And I did like a carousel post of that and I planned it out and I scheduled it. Like I remember planning it out, planning it on Rella. What am I going to say that I no longer buy? And then I posted it and it got 1.4 million views. And I gained thousands of followers from that one video and now I'm continuing to plan out my week and it's been so helpful because I'm planning out like my base, like I'm planning out my daily content on there. But then if anything else occurs during the day, like for example, everyone was talking about that Tarte Dubai influencer trip. So I posted a video of the Tarte Dubai influencer trip. I was like, okay, let me give my two cents on this. And I just like filmed it while I was eating lunch. Like it wasn't something that I planned ahead, but all of my other base videos like that things I no longer buy the one that I was talking about, like me introducing myself, which by the way, is also getting a ton of views. It has like 45,000 views already, which is a lot for me. And it's because I was planning those ahead. So if you need a sign that you need to plan your content out ahead, whether it's a week or a month, then do it because it is going to help you grow. And whenever you have that video reach a million views, thank me later. Like (laughs) all I ask is that you promote Rella on your story. That's it. But seriously, consistency helps so, so much. So I just pretty much plan ahead just so that I can be on autopilot and I don't have to like think about things throughout the week and I've also then just been like on top of that randomly filming randomly taking photos just throughout my week and seeing if I can like put anything together and not being as much of a perfectionist so that's my first tip is just how I'm planning on being consistent because consistency is the thing that I think hurts and prevents the most people from growing is that people just aren't consistent Then the second way that I am planning on growing is by repurposing my content. And what I mean by repurposing is I'm not putting everything I put on TikTok to Reels because I just find that the videos that do well on Reels don't do well on TikTok or the videos that do well on TikTok don't necessarily do well on Reels for me. And I post way more on TikTok. So I'm like, I don't want to be posting all the time on Reels. So I'm kind of like picking and choosing what I want. But I'm going to start repurposing everything to YouTube Shorts because YouTube Shorts is finally going to start paying creators. I think YouTube Shorts is going to be on the rise. And like, you never know if it's going to be because one, TikTok is very fickle. I mean, I've heard of people literally getting their accounts permanently banned when they have hundreds of thousands of followers and like there's nothing they can do about it so that really sucks like you know the guy I think his name's Michael he's the one that does all the Taylor Swift dances like the Cassie from Euphoria like impressions where he's like I can make the whole place shimmer like that dance that went viral from Taylor Swift he's the guy that like created that yeah his account got banned when he had like hundreds of thousands of followers and now he has to start from zero again and that was like a huge creator so tiktok is just incredibly unreliable so i do not want to like only focus on growing tiktok and i want to repurpose on other platforms and yes i'm going to do another rella shout out but rella just announced our new feature which is repurposing so now let's say you're planning an instagram reel or a tiktok or youtube shorts you can set it to repurpose across all three platforms so If you want your TikTok to go on shorts and reels, you can set it for that and you can auto post on reels and auto posting on shorts is coming by the time you're watching or listening to this. It's probably already there, but you'll be able to auto post. So again, you literally will be able to just schedule them, like even schedule your old TikToks. Like it doesn't matter, like schedule all of them. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend a whole day this week and I'm going to go through all my old TikTok videos and I'm going to repurpose them and put them on YouTube shorts and you can do that on Rella. So definitely, 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 definitely check it out. But yeah, repurposing is something that I'm really going to focus on because again, I don't want everything to be in one basket. And maybe it's because I'm an OG YouTuber, but I just think that YouTube is not going anywhere. And I think it's only going to continue to grow. Even if the numbers aren't as high as TikToks, I think that the engagement and the audience is just better for like longevity and, and sustainability than TikTok is. I just don't See TikTok being loyal at all. Like if TikTok decides to stop pushing your videos out, you're done because people only watch their for you page. Like they're not searching their favorite TikTokers every day. Anyways, the next thing is taking myself much like less seriously. I don't want to take myself as seriously as I have been. And this is strange because I've literally been doing this for almost 12 years, which is absolutely insane. But I've almost been doing this for 12 years. And I realized (laughs) that. I care more about what people in my real life think than what people online think. I will post whatever online. Like, I'll be open. I'll be an open book. I'll be honest. Like, I'm going to post my life online. But what scares me is I'm like, oh, my God, but what is that like guy that follows me going to think? Like, he's going to think I'm weird for posting. I remember thinking that with lip filler. So I got my lips done or I got like lip filler. And I posted about it. And I was so nervous to post about it because I was like, I'll post about it on YouTube because I know like no one in my real life really watches my YouTube videos. At least I don't think they do. (laughs) So I'll post it on my YouTube video. I'll post it on the podcast, like the podcast too. Like I feel like people in my real life don't listen to my podcast. If you're listening and you know me in real life, let me know because I just don't think anyone does. (laughs) But Instagram is where I have you know like people follow me that I know in real life on Instagram and I'm always so nervous to post on there and I remember when I got my lip filler I was like oh my god what are all the guys that follow me going to think because you know guys are all like oh my god I hate when girls get any work done and I hate that I like even care about that or think about that but I do like my breakup content happy to talk about it on YouTube my podcast on TikTok where people in real life don't follow me but then on Instagram I was so hesitant to post about it because I was like people in my real life follow me and like what are they going to think and this year I just want to not think about that as much and I know because I've talked to so many of you I know that that's a fear that so many of you have you guys don't have a fear about like oh what am I going to post or like your fear is not about like oh what are p- random people on the internet going to think like no we don't care about that our fear is always what are people that I know going to think And we just have to not think about that. So that's kind of a goal of mine. And let me, I mean, guys, I've been doing this for literally over a decade and I am still thinking about this. So that feeling doesn't necessarily go away. I mean, it definitely gets better. Like when I was younger, I definitely thought about it more, but it's definitely something that I think about. And I think it's good to have, you know, some gauge of like, okay, like, should I post this or not? But at the end of the day, I do want to take things a little bit less seriously and just have more fun with social media. And then The next thing I'm actually doing is I am setting time aside for it. I feel like if you just leave it on the back burner, same thing with like why I think planning my videos helped so much is because I actually put it on my calendar and I made time for it and I made myself make time for it. Like I would literally put reminders on Rella, film vlog today. So in the morning, I knew, oh my God, I have to film today. Or when I posted those TikToks, I literally put in my schedule when I needed to film and edit them. And so that's what I want to do is I want to actually set time and put things in my schedule. If things come up that don't get in my schedule and I just like post randomly, great, but I wanna put it in my schedule so I don't put it on the back burner because it is something that you have to actually set time aside for or weeks and weeks and weeks will go by and you will not have uploaded a single piece of content. And that is the mindset shift of, okay, I'll get to it when I get to it to this is a job and this is a business and this is a career And this is what I'm going to put time aside for. And I used to feel like it wasn't productive to like film or edit. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm not being productive. And that is literally my job. And it's my job to have people grow on social media. And I am the number one experiment for that. And I am also my number one customer. So especially for like anyone that is like, oh, it's not productive. Like, This could be a career. Like think of it as a business that you are working on because it is and you need to set time aside for it. So whether that's time batching, whatever works for you. Like I tried to do days where I'm like, Monday is my content day. That does not work for me because I cannot dedicate an entire day to just filming content. I will get burnt out. So I just dedicate a little bit every single day to filming and editing and it makes it so much easier and I literally put it in my calendar. So that's what you need to do if you want to take social media a little bit more seriously and grow on social media. And then lastly, I want to show my life more. This kind of has to do with like caring what people think, what I was telling you about, but I want to show it more on stories. I want to engage with people more. I want to build more community. I want to like do in-person things. Like I remember our Rella event was so much fun, but like I want to do like a live Pilates class in Miami at like, and my friend works at Tremble. And I'm like, can we do like a live Pilates class? So by the way, if you're interested in that and you live in Miami, let me know. But you know, I want to do more things like that. I want to talk about my life more on my podcast. I want to post more stories, even if it's like all of the little dots on top of your story that you know you think are so annoying like at the end of the day when I post more stories I get better engagement and more people interact with my stuff so I want to just show my life more engage with my community more and my followers more and just like get a better insight of my life because that's kind of how I grew and I want to keep doing that and I don't never want to like close off from you guys so that is my strategy. I hope that you guys can also take these tips into your own life and implement them. But I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it motivated you because I know so many of you are doing the same thing and want to do the same thing. And this was just a really fun episode to film and I'm like more motivated now than ever before. And actually after this, you know what I'm doing? I'm setting time aside. I have it in my calendar and I am filming TikToks. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I set time aside for this podcast because I knew that I needed to get this out. So yeah, I hope this helped. And if you are still listening, please screenshot this and put it on your story and tag me. Also, don't forget to rate five stars on my podcast. You can also rate five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a nice review. I'm actually gonna bring back reviewer of the week. So if you guys wanna be the reviewer of the week, then definitely be sure to leave a review on Apple because I'm gonna be reading it starting next week. I think that's what I'm gonna do. So next week, I'm gonna start that again. But yeah, I loved this episode. I love talking to you guys podcasting is so much fun for me and have a great rest of your day I'll see you guys next week thanks for listening to this week's episode of the real real I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate review follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app you can follow me personally on instagram at natalie barbu and the podcast at the real real podcast I'll see you next Monday